People always ask how I balance my family life with 400 shows a year. I'm just doing what I love with the people I love. It's my magic life. I like Wes Isley. I like everything about him. All right. It's just Natalie and I this week. Uh, we had a guy reach out to us and say, hey, please, I'd love to do your podcast. When do you have availability? Penciled the dude in. He ghosted us. No, he didn't. No, he emailed back and said, oh, I'm just busy. I'm not going to be able to do it. We'll have to reschedule another time. Oh, I and didn't I'm know like, that. I thought he completely ghosted you. I thought it was. I'm like, he reached out to me, dude. Uh, you know what? I don't know if I have time for you next time. I got a list of people. Yeah. But here's the thing. I was being nice. And I don't know this guy. And I was just being nice. But I do have a big list of people that I need to get in. And it's hard, especially with our schedule the way it is now. It's hard to set aside time. You're planning on it. And then the person decides to bail. It's like, dude, we set this time aside for you. We're, we're ready to go. And then nothing and it's just, it's like, man. Well, and then you got, you know, I just need one hour of your time. You don't have an hour. You really don't have an hour. Right. We have animals. We have a 10-year-old daughter. We have one-year-old twins. Uh, we have mag- shows. Magic we business. Have office work. We have office work. You have a health business now You've got to give well. some attention to those kids at times, you know? It's, it's, <laughs> we have all this stuff going on. Laundry. This <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Yep. So, uh, I had another friend of mine reach out. Well, Vince. You guys know Vince Mendoza. He said, man, I can't wait for the podcast about this whole RV fiasco. Oh, yeah. So, Vince, this is for you, buddy. <laughs> I think that's uh, going to be the majority of this podcast because... Uh, it was in... It was the... It was. It just was. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Uh, I'm loving my new RV. I don't yeah. want to get too far ahead. But no, you're skipping way far ahead. Holy guacamole. Talk about night and day different. Yeah, it is. Talk about night and day different. Well, we bought the old one, and it was old. It was a 95, but we did that on purpose. We wanted something to learn on and mess up on that didn't break the bank. I mean, you know, it still wasn't cheap. It was an RV, but... We wanted something to learn on. If we messed up and did something here and there that, you know, tarnished a little bit of the veneer. Well, didn't have much of a shiny veneer to begin with. So. Well, the thing is, I, if you guys remember, I was begging Natalie to get an RV now that we had the twins. Uh, I knew I didn't want to take two cars to 400 shows a year. No. But she was just well, terrified of parking about an RV. Where yeah. are we going to park it? Where right. are we going to park it? And I was saying, just get big one of those like sprinter vans that has rows of seats and take out the back couple seats for the show and everybody else has room in the front but i said you know what but an rv has a potty an yeah. rv has a fridge an rv has elbow room for people yeah. honey you're gonna love it so much more and i think she fell in love with an rv i do i really like having a potty on the road i must admit it is very nice i, I don't feel like i I have to drink so much water in a day, and I can't drink as much when I have to stop to use the potty. But since we can use the potty driving down the road, 
I can drink my water. <laughs> and that's part of your health business. How much water do you drink a day? Drink. You promote people yeah. to drink. Well, you drink at least 64 ounces of water a day. I know I drink more than that. But, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so uh, we love an RV. And we found out after 10 months, you know, some places were harder to park. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We just walked a little bit. And walking's not going to kill you. No. We figured it out. We haven't had a single place yet say uh, we couldn't be there because we didn't fit or I had to walk a mile. No, not yet, but it we'll might see happen. what happens. <laughs> well, spoiler towards the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah. All right, so anyway, um, we just got our RV back. Um. What did happen when to all it? this happened? What did happen to it? It, it. Oh, that's right. Kaplunk, it died. It died it in died our. Died while yeah. we were driving. Yeah. So we were heading to a show in Northern Virginia, and I literally got out of my subdivision, turned on the next road, uh, drove about a half mile, turned left onto another road, and it just could do could do could do. It just died, and I said, "Uh oh!" It turned off while I was driving. I've never had that happen before. Right. So I turned it back on. I went about 10 feet. Uh-oh. Yep. I'm in the middle of the road. I'll try again. And I went, I don't know, 50 feet, 100 feet. I don't even think you made it I that went far. down a hill, though, because I went further away. Yeah, you were able to coast. And then the neighbors, uh, after some time, the neighbors came and towed us back to the house and then it sat there for like a week because we called Good Sam and Good Sam was working on getting someone in network to tow our vehicle for us, which is awesome. They work around the clock, but boy, they don't take the first person that is in the phone book that's closest. They have to well, get somebody in he, network right. that wants to do it. And the problem was somebody said they'd do it and then they canceled. So then they had to call somebody else to do it. And those people... But they canceled at the end of the workday the next day. Oh, right. but And they canceled because party horror... Their tow truck broke down. Right. And then the second people just canceled. And then the third people weren't sure that they wanted to come pick up a 95. I was like, what is that? I don't understand. I don't know. Why that made a difference. And then the but fourth anyway. guy was like, what? No, that's your job. You run a tow truck. Here I am. Right. I tow it. Doesn't matter the age of it. I'm like, dude, tow you're it. awesome. And that dude yeah. was awesome. He's yeah. really cool. Anyway, so uh, we got it out of the shop and uh, we knew we had this whirlwind week planned. We had three uh, library shows in the West Virginia line of Virginia. There's two towns Bluefield. called Bluefield. Bluefield, Virginia, Bluefield, West Virginia. They're right on the border. And they're connected, but they're both called Bluefield. Bluefield, Virginia, Bluefield, West Virginia, and they're right there on the line. And um, that's where we were doing our shows at. And library shows are funny because people think it's like a daycare center or something like that with library shows. No. But some of these library shows and get they, like three to five hundred people show up at them. And that area, they come out. And that one, that one we do at Virginia Beach. That's in. That is the library, but it's got that big circle thing. Lana lost a toy down the sewer. Oh right, line right, right. Yeah, time. they come out too. Yeah. That place. That's like a county fair. They show up. Yeah, and it's not just kids. It's whole families. It's awesome. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, these shows were rocking. We had three well, shows. Well, first off, we had to leave the day before. So the shows were on a Tuesday. We well, here, let me let me even get back further. Sorry, we're all over the place. But getting that thing out of the shop, it was 1600 bucks. Yeah. And they said it was something with the ignition, the ignition something. And I'm like, right. it wasn't the starter. It wasn't the ignition. It turned on. And I could get it to turn on. Right. But 
it was the ignition switch or something. And anyway, it cost sixteen hundred bucks to get it done. Well, it wasn't just that; it was that plus we had to get it inspected, and there was something else that they oh, had to right. weld on there. Something wrong with the muffler. Yeah, it needed to be welded back. Something. In order to pass inspection, a harness had to be welded back on or something. And they looked over the whole thing. I mean, they they gave it a once over because we were like, we know nothing about cars. Can you please help us and make sure everything's running right and doing good? And, I don't know. Do your mechanic magic and. <laughs> I tell my mechanic to treat me like a seventeen-year-old little girl that comes in there with her first car. I said, don't even give me the jargon. Don't give me the lingo. Just keep me safe on the road. I have a family I take care of, and I don't know anything about cars. So just treat me like a seventeen-year-old chick coming in here. Don't don't think I know what I'm doing. I go in there and make the sounds. It's going ka-chunk, 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 I do that too. I uh, know. I don't know what I'm doing. But anyway, um, and I said, so I have to go to um. West Virginia this week, and I have to go to Ohio, and I'm circling back around. The RV's out of the shop, sixteen hundred bucks. Here's your cash. Now, uh, I'm good to go, right? I'm not gonna. I mean, it'll make the trip, right? I mean, everything's good. Well, I don't have a crystal ball. Now, I love the guy. I yeah. love the guy, but that's not the answer I was looking for. Well, honey, he doesn't want you I to understand. come back and be I... mad at him because he said it would make the trip, and lo and behold, it did not make the trip. But I just want something comforting. Like, I can't see anything happening. Yeah. It's, just it's, say that. You know, we yeah, gave it a once-over. Over, you should yeah. be good to go, I would say. Yeah. Check if it was time. me, I'd drive it. It's fine. It's good to go. Yeah, well, I don't have a crystal ball. That's yeah. not positivity. That's not. Well, you know. So, anyway, we got it back. And I don't know how much later it was. Like, the next week. Next few days. It was remember. the next couple of days. We got it back. Oh, and yeah. then we had to leave. Well, this Bluefield um, is four hours away and the first show they had starting at 10 a.m because they had three shows in the day it was like 10 2 and 6 or something along those lines and so i mean to leave in the morning to get there to set up by 9 30 would have just been miserable so we just left on monday and took our time getting down there and and um got a hotel for the night but we took our time i mean it was eight hours I don't think we meant to take that much time. I really honestly don't know what happened. I know we stopped for dinner and gas a couple of times. And we went to Walmart to get We went to Walmart to get yeah, stuff for, for the kids to have for breakfast and lunch the next day. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why it took that long, but it did. Well, you know what, though? We didn't get to the hotel till late because we went to two hotels that were sold out. You know what? That was probably an extra hour and a half. Sold out in the middle somebody, of nowhere. Yeah, but somebody said there was something going on. Oh. And if you remember, when we were leaving, we passed that, uh, res- I don't know what you call it, this park, but it had all those RVs on the side of the road. There was a music festival going on. And oh. they said that they think all, because that was like Okay. Yeah, well, it was huge. two hotels in one area that they recommended. And then there was another hotel in a different town that took like 45 minutes to get to. So we checked out the first two and they were sold out. And then we had to drive the 45 minutes to the other one. And they were like, yeah, we got plenty of room. So, yeah. But they were not in the music festival town. So I guess that's why. But, um, I don't yeah. Remember, I don't remember the hotel in, in West Virginia. Was it nice? Was it all right? It was. It was a Comfort Inn, if you remember. And yep, we had breakfast. I remember that. Yeah. yeah they had yeah. continental breakfast in the morning and... Um, yeah, and then we headed out, and the RV was fine, and we made it to all three of our shows, and the shows 
were awesome. And they were they about an really... hour away from each other. So, I mean, we were on the road. Yeah. And they have really good turnouts and they're really good audiences. And the librarians are so daggone sweet. Down so there. sweet. Oh my gosh. The kids got like two bundles of gifts. You don't have you don't have to do that. You hire us for a show. You just hire us for a show. You don't have to give us gifts, but the, they the they twins have, got cars. They got bubbles, books, books, yeah. snacks for the road. Lana got a diary. Apple juices. Let <laughs> Lana got books. She got a um, diary with a lock on it. She yes, was real tickled about that. She loved that. Yeah. Um. She got that little pop, pop it bracelet. bracelet. Yep. All sorts of stuff. I mean, snacks galore too. Juice boxes. Willow was going through that. Willow, yeah, Willow likes going through that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's for me too. She that's said. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure, of course it is. Sure it is. That's totally fine. It's fine. It's funny. Um, we have an RV full of uh, snacks too, and Willow Willow wants uh, to go through Lana's stuff just to see if she has any chocolate. <laughs> but anyway, they they they're really good to us. They're very sweet. They're they have great audiences. It was a fun day. Fun shows. Loved it. Boys did great all day long. And at Brace Resort, years ago, you yes. met a family. Yes, I did. And they were really sweet. And we got talking to them. And I always took Lana to use the bathroom right before fireworks. And we'd always do it a good 45 minutes before the fireworks would start. Because you know women's lines. And we were at that they resort from 8 a.m. Yeah, and normally going that early to the bathroom, you know, you're still waiting in a line, but it's not, you get to go. The line was, I mean, it went down a hallway around a corner past the restaurant out the outside door. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're not going to be able to tinkle before the fireworks. And I don't know how she found out. Maybe she, maybe she came up to use the bathroom too. I don't know. But she was like, come with me. We have a cabin we're renting, and we just all use the bathroom there, and then we'll come back. It'll be quicker. I was like, are you sure? Yeah. Thank you. And what was this, five years ago? Probably. And you've been friends and with And we've her. been friends. I, we're friends on Facebook, and we message back and forth on Messenger every once in a while. And um, we just happened to have a conversation recently, and she was like, I wish, you know, we could see you guys at a show at some point. I was like, well... Are you close to this area? And she was they're like forty five minutes away or something like that from one of the shows, so they decided to come out. And on their way to see us. On their way, they were coming to the show number two of three and they hit a deer and they had to get their car towed and they were like, We're stuck on the side of the road. So between show two and three we went and picked them up from the side of the road and um we dropped her off at a Lowe's because her sister was going to come pick her up, take her back to the house, and then she was going to come back with the car. And we took their two daughters and the husband came with us to the show. But when I picked them up, us. my car was chug-a-lugging down the highway. It was starting to like drive slow. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, it was four extra people. You... Was it just the extra weight? Right, and that shouldn't have been the case. But you had already been saying, man, there are hills that aren't really hills that this thing isn't getting up. So you were already saying that before we picked them up. And then it really started chug-a-lugging, and we're like, hmm. But it got to this last show, 
and all was well. And we did the show, and then it was like we drove what two football fields away for dinner, right. and we had dinner with them. Um, the, the last no show signs was that, of going kerplunk. The last show was at like a a museum that was like behind a shopping center. Yeah, and the shopping center had a Walmart, had restaurants, and had everything. Yeah. So we just had to go around the shopping center around yeah. front. Yeah. And, yeah. And had dinner, had a good time hanging out with them, catching up with them. And um, then we're like, okay, we're going to go. Um, she recommended like the next town over to go to a hotel, and it would have been like 20 minutes away. And so we were like, perfect. Princeton, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. You're exactly right. So that's where we were headed. We were going to go to Princeton and, and get a hotel room for the night and then head on to Ohio the next day. Well... We go to leave the parking lot, and... And everything's driving fine through the parking lot. And it just cuts off, just like it did the other week. Just cuts right off. Right when I go to turn into traffic. Yep. And we're like, oh, crap. But I coasted backwards, Mm -hmm. back into the parking lot. Yep. And then just sat there for a minute, turned it back on, let it run for a minute, tried again, and it cut off again. But I got like 10 feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, needless to say, we tried this a few times. It never turned back on for good. And so, we just parked it in the Walmart parking lot. But it did turn on for good. It turned on, but it if you idle. drove it, yeah, right. it would turn on and it would sit there with the engine on. Perfectly fine. But the second you put it into drive and hit the accelerator 10 feet forward, it would cut off. It would cut off. So, we just hung out in the Walmart parking lot. We called Good Sam that night, and they were like, you know, we have to call around to um, towing companies first to find somebody to tow you. Then we call around to mechanics to find somebody who will take it, and nothing's open right now. You're going to want to call back in the morning. We are like, so we're like, okay, well, we can get a hotel room around here. Because all of our magic's in the back. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to sleep in that RV. No. And at this point, the right, back exactly. Is loaded. It is. It was, yeah. Um, we had luggage in the overhead yep. above the cabin. Yep. So we then decided, well, we'll call a taxi. No taxi services. I mean, at this point, it's almost 10 o'clock at night. None of the taxi places were open. We thought, well, we'll get an Uber. That's there wasn't 24th. any taxi services around there. There, there. We thought there was. Oh. Looking it up, it, it we thought it was close, and then we tried to get an Uber, but it nobody was working. It's it loading, loading, right? So we're loading, like, okay, loading. this is this time we're kind of out. It's not it's rural area, so maybe you know somebody that's working Uber. It's you know ten o'clock at night on a Tuesday. They've decided it's done. They're done for right, the night. We'll try back you know? in the morning, with right? Uber. So we're like, okay, we'll try this again in the morning, and we'll. Get an Uber to a rental place. And we were looking up rental places. And um, and then we were just like, okay, well, I guess we're spending the night in the Walmart parking lot in the RV. So the boys slept in their car seats, which, I mean, they do all the time anyway. Um, Willow and Lana laid down on the um, bench seats next to the table. The dinette. Yeah. I slept in the front passenger seat sitting up. I couldn't sleep with the steering wheel in front of me where yeah. I was. So I laid down in front of the refrigerator on the floor. Yeah. So um, that's how we spent the night. And we we uh, 
got up by 9 a.m. when the, something said it was opening, the rental place. Right, the rental place. We tried to call Enterprise. And Enterprise it was only a mile will, and a half will, up the road. Well, but come I to got you. up. I got up earlier than you did because people were racing in the parking lot. Oh, I heard it. You were up, but I was. I was up. I was just laying there with my. Well, eyes I went to the front seat of the car. Up. I went to the front seat of the car at that point, and yeah. I was done. And I just started playing on my phone. I didn't. I, I didn't want to be up, so I kept my eyes closed. But I was up because yeah. I heard it all. But yeah, so we thought, well, Enterprise, they'll come get us. We don't need a taxi service, so we called them. Enterprise doesn't come get you in Bluefield. So then we start calling taxi commercial, places. We'll pick you up. No, they don't. Yep, not there. So if you're ever in Bluefield, Enterprise will not pick you up. So then we're like, okay, we'll call taxi places. One taxi place. They were like, yeah, we'll come get you. But did you know we're over an hour away? It's going to cost a little bit. We're like, what? No, we didn't know that. And it was the, the... The area code of where we were was the name of the taxi service. Yeah. It, it even confused the cops. They yeah. were like, really? Yeah. They're in North Carolina? And so then we tried a transit service that, you know. Takes it, the old people around to Walmart and gets their medicine. Takes them picks pharmacy. them up at their houses, takes them where they need to go, and takes them home. And Walmart's a pickup spot. We so know So why that. couldn't they pick us up? We don't know, but they wouldn't. So they said, you use the area transit, the Bluefield area transit or whatever it's called. And she was no help. She was like, uh, go online and look up the map. I don't know what to tell you. So I looked up the map and I was like, I don't know where these places are. I mean, this is where they drop off. Okay, I see Walmart. I'm pretty sure it's this Walmart, I'm assuming. And this is where they, the, the times they pick up. And these are the places they go to. But I have no idea if these places... Or anywhere near, or the anywhere near the rental place that I need to be, or if I'm going to be walking five miles to get there. Well, eventually you just gave up and you're like, "I'm walking. It's only two miles away. I'm going to walk." I was walk. like, "It's it's two miles away. I will walk two miles, or I think it was like five miles. It was I'll two. Walk. It was two. It was two. Yeah. I will walk two miles, and then we looked at the map, and it was on <laughs> two miles on interstate. Yeah, I didn't want so, you walking down an interstate. I was like, "What are we going to do?" So we end up calling the police non-emergency number. Well, that's what Good Sam told us the night before. They said, if you can't find anything and you need to, that's always an option. And we're yeah. like, we don't want to call the cops. We, I don't want to bug yeah, the cops. We I don't mess tried with everything before calling that number. And then we were just like, we didn't know what to do. We're stuck here. We can't walk the whole family anywhere. We well, have, have no car to drive. There's no taxi services to take us anywhere. We don't, the transit's not going where we need to go. There's no Ubers. Ubers don't exist there, apparently. It's still loading. Yeah. <laughs> They're still looking for a driver right. in that area. Exactly. I mean, it, it was 20 minutes so, we waited. So, if you want to move to Bluefield, be an Uber driver, you might make a ton of money. Anyway, we called, so we called the non-emergency police number and, you know, they were like, okay, we'll send somebody out to assist you. And... See what they can do. I'm like, oh, good. But I feel pitiful. I feel like I'm I'm adding on because I'm like, uh, I got six people in an RV, bunny rabbits and birds, and I got one year old twins. Please help. Yeah. Please. I mean, we this don't is we horrible. don't know what to. We're just at a loss. What well, what in that situation? What do you do? And I'm I'm worried about my babies. I'm worried about. And it was the girls. hot. It was hot, hot, hot. We had the 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 
the RV on idling, but we it wasn't going it wasn't going to last all day because it was going to run out of gas and you can't get it to a gas station. And the cops offered to bring us gas too. Yeah. The cops were so awesome. They were. Let's get to that. So they they showed up and they were just amazing from start to finish. And he was like Who who was it? As a sergeant and a deputy, is that what it was? Yeah, I have I wrote it. Down. You don't have to read their names, oh, okay. but just their they positions. Just, they were just flipping awesome. Yeah, it, it was, was a, a deputy and a and a sergeant. Yeah, and okay. the deputy showed up first. And he was awesome, and he was, and we were like, we tried, we tried taxi, but they're an hour away. He's like, what, really? Yeah, they're an hour away. He said, so, but that's our area code. I know. You think they're closer? And so we explained everything that we just told you to him, and we were like, we found this rental place. It's here. It's only a couple of miles away. Do you mind? Can can Are we you get allowed a ride? To take us? Can you give us a ride? Just I, I was gonna go, and Wes was gonna stay with kids. We weren't gonna get them to take everybody there, obviously, because I could just come back with a rental car. And he was like, he was like, that's that one's at the airport. I think I'm not allowed to take you to the airport. I, some sort of I guess jurisdiction thing or something. And um, I was like, but I don't think this one is here. And he looked at it. He goes, huh? Okay, hold on. Let me. He wanted to do a little research, so he looked. And um, he was like, well, from what I'm looking at, that's an empty lot. But I called him, and they said, no, that's their address. And we called him, too. So, so, anyway, he took me there. It was an empty lot. And then he took me to, I mean, he took me all well, over. Well, the sergeant, sergeant was hanging out with me. Yeah, and then the sergeant showed up after we left. I didn't see the sergeant at first. Oh, I think, really? I think. I think. And, um... Maybe. I was I was yeah. talking to him and he he I told him I was a magician and I was just did the shows yesterday and uh you know the local libraries and how great the turnout was and you know da 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 and he's like wait a second and the dude had seen me on Full Lust he was a fan and he started like geeking out and he watched the whole Full Lust thing I did see this on TV and yeah. he was asking me questions you know sometimes when I'm running radar and I'm just watching people on the side of the road it's boring. So I watch. What's that guy that reveals the secrets with that mask? That mask magician. Yeah, Val Valentino. Yeah, yeah. Well, here he is on Fox Family back in the nineties. Yeah. Here's what he really looks like doing dumb. Whoa! And I brought up that YouTube link for him, and we were you guys bonded had a over great magic. Time. I was sitting in the back of a police car, sweating. Going down the road. He was nice though. We had we had nice conversations. Well, you said you didn't fit. I didn't fit because they have a metal barrier between the front and the back. And that takes up a good amount of room. And my knees were hitting the metal barrier. I was like, man. It's like, how do you get tall people in here? I'm 5'10", and my knees are hitting. Of course, I'm mostly leg, too. But um, he was telling me about a guy who was 6'10", six, six, I think he said. And he was over 300 pounds. And he was humongous in every way. And he had to transport him somewhere. And his wife was like, is he going to fit? And... He, they just had to shimmy him him sideways and sit him sideways, and that's what he said. Uh, you know, if they if they arrest somebody who's tall, they just sit sideways. So I was like, ah, oh, interesting. I almost had to sit sideways, but I just barely fit. But anyway, and you said you were hot back there too. There's it no was air. hot. There's no air. There's he had the little you know compartment open so that we could talk, but that it's just a tiny little window that air comes through, and it's it's hot. <laughs> that's crazy. And um, 
But anyway, so he took me to the first place. It was an empty lot. Then he took me to another place and I walked in and he, and he was so sweet. He didn't just drop me off. He was like, okay, give me a thumbs up when you know you got a car. I was like, okay, thank you. And my sergeant is radioing with him and giving him permission. Yes, you can drive her to the next yeah. place. Yes, you yep. can drive her to the next place. Yeah. And so the first place, or the, you know, the first place that was an actual place, I went in there and she was like, do you have a reservation? I was like, no. But I, I do need a car. And she was like, I'm sorry. We're booked up for the next three weeks. We have a 14-person a deep waiting list for today. But we have, you know, that's if something opens up unexpectedly. And you'll be the 15th person on the list if you want to be. And I was like, nope, that won't work. And <laughs> so I walked out. I said, they didn't have anything. I told him all that. He's like, okay. So he got special permission, took me to the place at the airport. They had no cars either. I thought so, they were closed. No. Then he took me to a place that was at a car dealership. That place was closed. Then he took me somewhere that was completely outside jurisdiction, and it was like 45 minutes away or half hour away, something like that. And my sergeant's like, yes, do it. They need it. Yeah. Do it. They went way above and beyond. So he took me there. And at this point, we had, you know, talked to my parents. And my dad was like, we can bring you our van and just, you know, I have to get off work and go home and get it. And we'll be, we could be there by like four or five o'clock. And we were I like, I gotta be in Ohio. I know. We were like, oh, we need a rental car before that happens. You know, that's way too late. My next gig <laughs> is in Ohio. I gotta go. Uh, so he took, so the cop took me all the way to this far off place. The cop showed up at like 10 a.m. Right. I mean, we've been doing this all day. I don't want to wait till 6 till your dad can get there. Right, exactly. And so he took me half hour, 45 minutes away, whatever it was. It was 45 minutes. And they had nothing. And he was like, man, there's nothing. There's but nowhere else to go. But here's the thing, though. The sergeant called and you called. And yes, they that's said, right. And they said they had something. They did. And it was going to be $930 They were specific. Monday. So they, yes. Oh. So they were specific with the cops. Um, they told the sergeant, they said, we have a van. It'll fit six people. Um, and it's at this, you know, at this location. We have it. And lots of room Ready for luggage. Ready for them. Not a problem. So, $930. Okay. And so um, I called on the way to the rental place and reserved that van. And, I mean, I didn't give him credit card. He didn't ask for card information but he did ask for like license information and um i had that van reserved the sergeant be, called as well yeah it was yeah right i know i said that and it was going to be about yeah about a thousand dollars and we could return it close to our home when we got home from ohio um and then i get a call about five minutes after placing the reservation and it's a guy saying, you just placed a reservation to um, rent a van. I said, yes, I did. He said, we don't have that van. What? They told, I, I'm working with, the, the police are helping us. And they called and confirmed that you had one. And I just reserved one. How do you, we don't have one. No enterprises in Virginia right now have rental cars that will fit six people. They are out. In all of Virginia. 
sorry, we have a pickup truck. I said, that's not going to fit six people. He said, no, it's not. Okay, thanks. So I, I got off the phone. And I told the deputy and he was like, well, was it the same person that you talked to with the reservation? No, we're going there anyway. Just double check. And okay. the sergeant gave him permission to keep going because I was on that end of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So we kept going and we got there and lo and behold, all they had was pickup truck. <laughs> And somebody said that it's Enterprise like sold off a ton of their fleet during the pandemic just to stay afloat. Oh. So there's not a lot of cars available with Enterprise. Yeah. Well, there you have it. There were no rental cars available for us in all of Virginia that day. So the deputy took me back to Walmart. And at this point, I was texting and calling my dad. And they were like, okay. He said, that's fine. My last appointment just canceled for the day. So I'm going to go home now and I'll put the luggage carrier on top of the van and we'll head to you. God bless them. I didn't didn't want them to do that though, but dad, go on. So they ended up getting there at like four or five. But here's the other thing. The cops, the the sergeant, his wife showed up with his grandkid because they were, he was sick. He got out of school early. Yeah. And, um. They said, told the little grandkid, said, you know, I'm helping out a magician. His car broke down. And I saw a magician yesterday. I bet he's not as good as that guy. <laughs> I'm like, where did you see this guy at? At the library. He had a dove and everything. And I took him to the car and I snuck around there and I held my dove up and held it, let him like pet Broadway. He's like, yeah, I saw one of those yesterday. The other magician had one. He didn't recognize you <laughs> at all. Dude, it's me. Yeah, that was so funny. But the deputy, the... But I got a message on Messenger from his mom the next day, the little boy's mom, and she was like, I mean, he might have been putting that face on, I think maybe because he was being shy. That was just the way he was being shy. Because she was like, he came home and talked about that nonstop. You made his night. That's awesome. And she was like, I know it wasn't a good day for you, but thank you so much for making it an awesome day for my son. So. Well, the they had to go get lunch for that little boy, and they bought food for the um, sergeant, and they bought us four kids' meals for the babysitter and Lana and the twins. That was sweet. Holy crap. I, I teared up when you told me that on the phone, and I was in the car with the deputy. I was like, oh, my gosh, the generosity. I it mean, awesome. it's just amazing. It was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yep. we... we I, I don't know. I, I feel like we became friends with those cops. I mean, they were there for us. and Yeah. Yeah. So. And I was apologizing to the deputy. I told him, I said, I'm sure you have more important things to do than take me around to rental places, but I can't thank you enough. Well, when they came back, I and said, he was what like, about false advertising? Because they told you and the, sh- and the I yeah. keep saying sheriff, the sergeant, that they had a rental car for her, and you gave her permission to drive 45 minutes out of jurisdiction to go get it right <sighs> yeah but he was he was like no you know what it's kind of nice to be able to help somebody and he was like and i got to broaden my jurisdiction today it's <laughs> like awesome good i'm glad i could help you out in that <laughs> they were awesome they so, were great they were really amazing so anyway in the end my parents brought us their van and let us borrow it which i mean honestly it saved us a thousand dollars well, and, and um, we threw everything we could but the kitchen sink into their van. We did. We left the show 
because I didn't need the show. I needed yeah. some stuff, but I didn't need the show to go to Ohio. You needed close-up stuff, really. Yeah. And uh, Thank I did goodness. not li- like leaving my RV in that parking lot, though, yeah. unlocked with the key under the right. mat. I, we had to, yeah, we left the, the driver door unlocked with the key under the mat because Sam, good Sam found a towing company and then they had to, no, they found a shop that it would accept it and then they had to find a towing company. And they ran into the same problems we did. There was nobody around there. So they called a bunch of shops um, first. And she was like, they can't get to it for a month. These people can't get to it for three weeks. These people can't get to it for six weeks. And so she finally found a place that could get to it when they brought it in. And um, and then she had to find a towing company. And she, poor thing. I felt bad for her. She's calling everywhere. And they called and took so long that they actually had to stop and pick it up the next morning to find a towing company. Finally found one the next day. And the RV finally got picked up around 4 o'clock the next day. The only thing that made me feel good was the sergeant's daughter was like head of security at Walmart. And she promised she would look after my vehicle for me. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like... Yeah, but she doesn't work 24 not hours. 24 hours a day, yeah. But that was cool. Yeah. But anyway, it finally got towed. It got towed to a really great mechanic. God looked out for us. They they were a Christian mechanic and they they um they did everything they could. They got it up and running. And so we were going to pick it up on the way home from Ohio. It was going to be like 300 bucks. That was it. Right. They were like, it was the same problem as last time. So that piece was under warranty. So we were like, we'll save it for us so we can take it back to the shop that we had it done. Our mechanic said, you give us the prop, we can get your money back. Yeah. So we had all that set. And then um, we we started heading from Ohio back to the shop was in Withville, which is near Bluefield. And um, we started driving towards them. And then probably a half hour into our trip, they gave us a call back and and he was like, you know, um, we wanted to really double check and make sure that everything was okay with your RV before you drove it home. And so we were taking it around the block one more time to make sure it was all right. And, and it stopped. And we can't get it to turn back on. And, um, and he was like, you know, we've checked everything. Um, we're going to, I'll call you back in a little bit. Keep heading this way. We're going to try. But I just want to let you know. Okay. So probably another half hour, 45 minutes later, <laughs> we get another call. We've tried a few things more. And, you know, it's an old RV. It was 95. And the computer, it just, you know, where you hook up to see the readouts. It, it's so old, it won't hook up to, to read the readouts. So there's nothing more we can do. And we've sort of tried to guesstimate and try a few things, but it just, it will not turn back on. We can't get it to go. He said, you're going to have to tow it home. And he we said, like, we think it's going to need a whole computer. Yes. And you're going to have to get to a Ford dealership to get them to program it. Right. So it's a $2,500 tow home, $2,000 computer, and then who knows what Ford's going to cost. Yeah. Well, I don't know to if program it's a $2,000 computer. But yeah, but between the tow and the computer and having somebody program it, it wasn't worth the value of the RV. So... We decided that that RV was done. Um, we threw in the towel. We did. 
We did. Because and then we talked to um the guy that takes care of our RV to begin with in in Charlottesville, and we were like, "What would you do if this was you?" And he was like, "I mean, you can bring it in, and we can we can figure it out. We can get you a computer, and we can and do all that, and blah blah blah." He said, "But you know, peace of mind wise, I don't know that you'll get it with this one." He said, "With what you're doing." He said, you need a workhorse, and that's not a workhorse. Right. Yeah. With what you're doing and what you need it for, this isn't, I don't think this is going to do you right. This isn't the workhorse that you need. And we were like, all right, that seals that sealed the deal for me. I was like, why? Well, he said it. I believe him. Moving on. Next. So we told um, the mechanics, we said, okay, we're going to go on home. And, um, you know, we're going to come back for our stuff, but we got to, we got to, you know, we're borrowing my parents' van. We got to get our own cars, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, that's fine. It can sit here over the weekend. Absolutely fine. That's so sweet. And they were like, you know what? If you want us to, we can see if there's anybody who, you know, wants it for parts or, you know, whatever over the weekend and, and just check back in with us on Monday. And I said, okay. And, you know, if not, is there a salvage yard near you and we'll just have it towed there? And they said, yeah, about five miles away and we can tow it there. Towing company, too. I said, okay, great. And that $300 charge to fix our car? Oh, right. So they took the new part out and said, it, no, no use to you, so we'll, we'll, I'll just take this back and we won't charge you for that. They had been working on it all day long. And he was like, we're only going to charge you a half hour of labor. $67.50. That's it. They worked on it all day long. I was shocked. My I, I jaw dropped. I was like, oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They had every right to charge us labor for every single hour that they worked on that thing. And we know they were working on it because we were in talks with the guy all, yeah. all day long. Right, because we were trying to figure out, do we go to you? Do we go home? Where do we go? The checkout at the hotel in Ohio was noon, yeah. which was the latest checkout I've ever seen without yeah. asking extra. Yeah. And we waited until 11.59 to check out because I didn't know which direction to head in. To and then Virginia we went, or to West Virginia. Yeah, then we went to Walmart just to waste time to figure out which way to go. Right. And then, yeah. So anyway, we headed home at that point and then... Um, I had a friend on Facebook message me and say, I am so sorry about your situation and I don't want to pressure you at all, but we just decided to sell our RV. Here's a video of, this is the exact RV that we have. If you're interested, let me know. If you're not, don't even worry about it. I just wanted to throw it out there because we just decided to sell it. And I was like, um, can we come see the RV on Sunday? <laughs> It's and a this, 2019, though. Can we afford it? Right. Holy guacamole. Yeah, how much are you selling it for, and can we come see it? So, long story short, we went there on Sunday. Loved it. Um, they were really, really kind to us with price. It's a $120,000 RV, and they gave us a discount. A nice one. A nice one. So. So, they were very, very kind to us on that point. And um, we ended up driving away on Sunday with a new RV. And then on Monday, we took that new RV down to Withville and got everything out of the old RV that we couldn't get out 
you know, and fit in my parents' van, you know, the show. And you know, we had bedding for the bed for when we were planning on, like, possibly taking it camping or something. And just random stuff. Uh, groceries and paper plates and everything. Right. Everything. Toys. The kids had toys in there. Blankets. Skateboards. Um. Yeah. Camping chairs. Right. Um. The show. Right. Speakers. The whole show. Speaker speakers. Stands. Cords. My projector. Um, my projector. Projection screen. All right. that stuff. All the stuff that was underneath. You know that you need to empty, dump tanks and all that stuff. Everything. Um. Everything. everything. So, and it was a huge game of Tetris. I told people it's like uh, picking up a Tetris board, shuffling it, making it a weird shape. And then getting all the pieces back on that board. To fit in perfectly. Yeah. Because this new RV is totally different than our Right. One. And this, this new, new one RV... has a slide out as well. And so you slide it out to get to the bedroom in the back. But you can also go through the bathroom. But it's just easier with the slide out open to get to the bedroom. And we were going to put all the show stuff in the bedroom. Which we did that day. And we packed the underneath of it. And we just got it all. You know. And of course we had stuff. What we did was. We unpacked the old RV and took it, all of this stuff and put it on the ground next to the new RV. And once we had everything out, then we started putting it in the new RV. And as we're putting, just getting started putting the new stuff in the RV, the guy comes up to us and he's like, um, we close at five. We need to lock the gate. How much longer are y'all going to be? Because the guy's standing <laughs> next to the gate now ready to lock it. And we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. So we like, Really rushed to get everything in. Um, but anyway. And we put a lot of stuff in the car, not where it belongs. And then we pulled up in front of the gate, in front of their building, and worked on and it for another 20 it, minutes yeah. and 30 minutes or something. Yeah. And and it was hot that day. I mean, it was hot. So it was miserable. But the new RV has bunk beds. Yes. The so kids. it still has the dinette and the sofa that, that we put the um, boys' car seats on. It still has the overhead bunk. But in addition, it has two bunk beds. And a really nice adult bed in the back. I mean, that thing is comfy. I've yeah. had two naps on it now. And I really <laughs> love it. it is nice. It's nice back there. And the bathroom is bigger yeah. by far. Um, it's like a, it's like four feet longer, three or four feet longer. Oh, yeah. And um, just that little bit makes a lot of difference. It's but, weird. But um, I talked to a friend of mine. He's been on the podcast. Uh, Damien the Magician. Hal Myers. from uh, He lives in Florida now. And um, he lives in an RV. He lives in one that you pull behind. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, don't you love it? Don't you love it? I said, yeah. I said, but, you know, getting the uh, show out from the back bedroom, that's where, we, that's where it lives. I have to open the slide to do it easily. If I have five shows in a day... Am lot. I going to wear out that motor? And he's like, that that thing's not meant to go open and close five times a day. And you're doing 400 shows a year. And... Yeah. Yeah, I said, yeah, because if I lose that thing, it's going to be awful trying to get it to the bathroom. Or I'm not going to be able to get that big speaker through the bathroom. What do you think? I said, it's going to be awful being at a show. And my show is right there, but I can't get, can't to, get it. to it. And he's like, dude. It's got a tow package, doesn't it? I'm like, yeah. He said, put the show in the trailer. It'll be so much easier. Because that day that we were loading everything from the old RV to the new RV, it was so hot. We had to have the door open to load everything through the back bedroom. 
mm-hmm. and the kids were burning up. You can't have the air, the air conditioners just all sucking out the door. Right. So I'm like, yeah, in wintertime, they won't freeze while we're loading in and out. In Let's try the trailer help. thing, Natalie. And then Natalie's back to square going, one, and she's like, well, we're not going to fit. That's even long. That's another 16 feet in length. Right. I'm like, okay, now you got to figure out parking. I mean, you go to, you know, somebody's house, and they live in a subdivision. Where are you going to park? Um, You know, I mean, today where we ha- were, we got the show out. Went inside and I started setting up, and you had to go back out, and go outside, and park in a parking lot further down we the had road to park and walk in a, back. We had to park in a and do not park fire zone or whatever to unload. To unload, yeah. And then I had to move it to a shopping center across the street. And it's like, ah, I don't know. I mean, what's going to happen if we come up to a place where there's no parking? And it just it scares me. It worries me. I don't. It's just something to worry about. The other thing I worry about is we go to Massanutten 14 times this summer, up and down mountains. We have to go up and down 33 mountains both ways, and up and down Massanutten Mountain both ways. Oh, Lordy, have mercy, our brakes. But it's got a tow package, and it downshifted for me. I yeah. barely had to use the brakes. That thing that was, was nice. nice. That is nice. I'm glad that that came on there. I didn't know about that at the point. So I'm like, we're going to have to, and then to put it in the shop and get brakes done. Then we're without our RV and we're back to two cars. Blah, 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 blah. But anyway, we're trying this out and it is nice. Like today, Wes went in the back and took a nap in the back while I drove home. Um, I did great until you hit uh, train tracks at 55 miles an hour. It wasn't train tracks. I I, I looked at the back window to see if the trailer was still attached. It was. Because the back back bumper went kabunk and then the trailer went kabunk and I could hear it. Yeah. And you hit the next bump, and I heard the wheels under me. It was one bump. Under me went kabloom, but I never heard the trailer. <laughs> so I'm like, did you lose the trailer? Do you no. have the backup light on? Do you I know did. if the trailer's still attached? The on. It was It was attached, and it was You said it, it was an intersection. Tracks. It wasn't train tracks, because I slowed down for train tracks. Um, it was an intersection, and it was green. And it, the speed limit was 50 miles an hour. So I'm doing the speed limit, and... I see the car ahead of me go over this big bump in the middle of the road. And so I put the brakes on, but you can only slow down so fast in an RV with a trailer on the back. And so we went over over that bump and I was was like, (laughs) wee. And I was waiting for you to burst out of the back bedroom and be like, what just happened? But you stayed back there. So I tried to go back to sleep, but I couldn't. I waited for was it like 20 minutes before I came up front? I felt like it was forever because I was just trying to sleep. Yeah, I don't know how long it was, but um, but anyway, a little bit. the new RV has a big TV over the the where we drive over the, over cab. the bunk, the yeah. cab. Um, it's That's got what the boys watch. It's got and a DVD player so they can watch Elmo. Mm-hmm. The girls both have a television in their bunk beds with a DVD player with a DVD player built in, and yep. then we have a TV in our back bedroom. And man, it's get, it gets satellite television. So I, I was parked in the driveway the other day, and I was cleaning up the car and organizing everything and moving everything into the trailer. And I was watching Fox television. I had all the TVs on. It was on Fox. Yeah. I was just watching little sitcoms. I was loving it. I was loving it. It's got um really cool little party lights in it that lights up in the bunk bed area and above the cab. Um, 
generator works great, refrigerator works great, ice maker works great, everything. That's what a 2019 RV for $120,000 gets you. It's Stuff got a, works. It's got electric windows instead of manual. It's got it's electric mirrors instead of manual. <laughs> it's got backup cameras. When you turn left, the like uh, the camera comes yeah, on. The, when you turn side, right, side yeah. cameras. Yeah, a camera turns on. Man, it's we're living nice. a high life. It I, is nice. I backed up the RV to the trailer, and I could use the reverse camera. I didn't have to do to, a thing to line up my ball and I don't know what you call it, the mount, the toe thing. Yeah, I, I did it by myself. Without getting out of the car and checking 900 times. And you didn't have to tell me left, right, No, stop. you still made me stand outside the the RV this morning. You're like, yeah, I need you out there. And I just stood there. And I watched you do it. I was like, there was no need for me to be out here. I just wanted to show off. I just yeah, wanted oh, to show okay. you my parking that what it skills. Was? That's what it was. Well, anyway. So we're taking an RV and a trailer everywhere. And so far, so far, so good. And like Hal said, just let your customers know. If there's a problem, you got Google Earth, you just check out the location of the show, and you figure out parking. Or I drop everybody off, and then I have to walk a country mile. But you know what? It's still going to be easier. That scares me, though, with timing of you know setting up the show and starting the show on time. And then getting and then, walk, and then having to walk country mile to get to the next to show on time. Walk a country mile, exactly. And then getting to the next show on time, yeah. Right. We'll cross the bridge and get to it. For okay. 10 months, we didn't have trouble with the other parking. We never had anything. You had a couple that were tight, tight areas um, in neighborhoods and things. But it's so worth it now, isn't it? How great is this? It's really nice. I'm just, I'm so worried about the parking situation. Yeah. So. But that's, that's the RV fiasco. That's the, yeah. how we ended up with the. Uh, and that's the story of my first and hopefully last ride in a cop car. <laughs> she was taking selfies in the back of the car, putting uh, it on her Instagram I, page. I, well, yeah, I was doing it. It was well. Why not? I've never been in a cop car before. <laughs> I'm a good girl. Oh my goodness! What did the cops say with you back there taking selfies? Did, did he even notice? I don't think he even noticed. Okay. I might have took it before he got around to the driver's side. I told my mom, though, I said, I took the first picture because we spent the night in the, in the RV. And, you know, I didn't have, I, I don't know. I I didn't redo my makeup or anything. And my hair was a little wild, apparently, because I took my first picture, looked at it, and said, oh, my gosh, that could be a, a, mugshot. a mugshot. Let me just tuck my hair behind my ear and stuff and do this again. <laughs> so. You try to make yourself look good in the back of a cop car. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that's our new RV. We're taking it up Massanutten. Um, I don't have any straps or I don't know what you call it, like racks to mount stuff to in my RV, in my trailer. Mm-hmm. So um, we just bought these bars that ratchet open mm-hmm. to support props. Yeah, I didn't know that it was existed. So I far, thought so I had good. to. I thought I had to take it to the trailer shop and get a whole bunch of brackets mounted to the inside of the art inside of the trailer but no it's great i love it yeah so we have all the inventory and the stand-up show um on one side and then on the other side we'll have all of our illusions and things in there so we'll get it try and make it work we'll get it we got it working yep 
uh, just trying to figure it all out. Yep. So, um, I don't know. Today we also worked on passports. Yeah. Uh, you got to get that ready for Cancun. Going to Cancun on vacation. What? Woo! But we need, Lana needs a re-up and the boys need their first one. So we had to go get pictures done and Lana did great. She stood there, got her picture done, done. Boys, on the other hand. <laughs> it was nap time. They were cranky. It was nap time. Julian got his on the first try, but if you look at his, his brows are furrowed in the picture that we've got. And Lex took three tries. Like, they put them on the Three tries of 20 pictures. And they took pictures, and they took it to the computer, and like, nope, they're not accepting any of those. And then the second time, she's like, well, this one works. I'm like, but his tongue is sticking out. Are they going to take that? She was like, well, the framing of it's good. I'm like, okay, that's great, but his tongue is sticking out. I don't want to get to the passport, you right. know, place tomorrow and bring that picture. And they're like, this is unacceptable. His tongue can't be sticking out his head in his passport picture. So then we had to do it a third time. But the lady was real sweet. She was very patient with our our fussy boys. And Sesame Street works wonders. <laughs> so... Her camera died. She took 90 photos. Oh, and, and he sat died. there. He That was right when he sat there nice and cute and pretty and not crying with pretty. tears in his eyes. And that's when the camera battery died. But anyway, we got it done. We got the pictures done. I have the passport applications all filled out. I have their birth certificates because we went to DMV and got the boys' birth certificates because we didn't have them yet. I thought we did, but in the haze of having newborn twins, we never did. And I have social security cards. I don't even know if I need those, but I got them just in case. And we are set to go get our passports for the kids tomorrow after our show. After our show. If yes. we fit in the parking lot with the RV and the trailer. I know we will on that one. There's, they have that little side parking lot. Oh, it's nice. Be all right. so, so we have a couple more things to talk about. Uh-huh. Let's pause and come back for just a little bit extra. Just a little bit extra. Just a little bit extra. You're shaking your head. I'm shaking my head because you see what time of night it is. No, we have to just, get up early for a show. Just a little bit extra. I don't know how to do that. I think you need to wrap it up. And we can talk about that next time. I honestly think you need to wrap it up and talk about it next time. Do your plugs and we'll move on. Well, golly. I thought we could talk a little extra. No. She does not want to go over an hour. Uh, July 19th, Firehouse uh, Theater in Richmond, Virginia. Check it out, uh, westisley.com. July 24th, Arlington uh, Draft House. Check out everything at westisley.com. Uh, check out Natalie's health coach deal that she's got going on. She's got like 23 clients now. Uh, she's rocking and rolling. My brother Sorry. told me I am too skinny now. <laughs> I still have a little bit more to go. You're very close, though. I'm very close to being done. Yeah. But um, I think I'm back to my weight I was in high school. I don't think you've ever seen me this thin. I thought you were at our wedding. but I don't think so. Uh, I don't okay. think so. Anyway, um, guys, we have a lot of cool stuff coming up on the podcast. Keep listening. Keep tuning in. And thank you guys for everything. And see, see you, you next week. week. Check us out online at wesisley.com and patreon.com forward slash Wes underscore Isley for behind the scenes videos, blooper videos, never before seen footage, discounts on merchandise, magic trick tutorials, and more. That's Wes Isley spelled W-E-S 
I-S-E-L-I.